You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A. And we are back, the ACL pod featuring the one and only Cap'n Wags. He's Wags, I'm ACL. We have hit the fourth and final team here in the AFC South, the one and only Jacksonville Jaguars. You're a Super Bowl winner, isn't it? Super Bowl winner, yeah. Maybe if you're betting team to finish last, perhaps. Uh, No, the, the... it's going to be an interesting year for the Jags. We're already here and, you know, tank for Trevor and all that stuff. Normally, I don't subscribe to any of that garbage. And again, we're talking about the management, the ownership, all that. We're not ever saying the players are going out and, you know, tanking on the field or anything like that. So, uh, Wags, before I kick it over to you, here are the numbers. The Jags, 6-10 and 10 last year, last place in the South. Season win total this year, the lowest on the board. And it's actually one of the lower totals I've seen in the last decade or so, four and a half. The juiced, uh, the over is juiced, minus 125 to the over, plus 110 on the under. Odds to win the division, 20 to 1. Odds to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl, 70 to 1. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 150 to 1. Odds to make the playoffs, they are the biggest underdog on the board, 8 to 1, simply to make the playoffs this year. Where are you at going in here with the Jags? Yeah, look, the, the Jaguars are exactly where they should be. Um, they are the worst team. They will be the worst team in the league. Um, I really don't have much to say about this team. You know, maybe you could say Gardner Midshu, fun to watch. They're going to be slinging the ball around. Uh, you got Fournette back there. I mean, they're going to load the box on him. Um, I, honestly, there, there's value on the under. Um, under win total. Uh, four and a half, even though it's really low and, and probably the lowest we've seen in years. Uh, getting plus juice on that, I, I do think they're going to have a fire sale. They're going to start selling um, players midseason. Um, you, I don't think you'll see Fournette there. Um, you know, there might be a few other quote star players that um, that leave as well. I mean, yep. they'll they'll they'll. My assumption is they'll keep Josh Allen. He's too good on defense, and um, but the, but they have a lot. Um, a lot wrong with the team there's i think they're going to be tanking for trevor as you as you mentioned and you know while you may not um, believe that i don't think the players will let that happen or at least you know they're going to try every game Uh, but management will and that rubs off on players i think unless you have a really good coach to buy into Um, you know maybe they have a slight home field advantage if you want to say that uh, even without fans just because they're playing in the heat and humidity so late games might be um factored in there i know there's a uh, as i was looking through the schedule i think that the browns kind of have a sandwich game they have to go to the jaguars and then they follow up um i think like four days later uh, forget who they play um but it's uh, i think a divisional game so that's kind of something you want to um keep an eye on uh but otherwise you know the the three i guess easiest games on their schedule would be home games against the dolphins home game against the lions and i think they have the bears at home as well late in the season yep week um, 16 yep. yeah so so that i mean that, that's kind of you know three teams that i think you know 
potentially they have a shot. They got to go to San Diego or you know L.A. for the Chargers. Um, I don't really see them ha- having a shot. Uh, I think actually the Chargers might be a little bit better, um, and we'll talk about the AFC West um, you know a little later on. Um, but again, I think they're the worst team. I think they're going to be in a situation to tank for Lawrence. And um, yeah, I see a lot of selling here. Uh, what's your take? Uh, you, you think they, they can win five, six games like they did last year? I think they can. I, I, I definitely start my handicap with what they did with the coach. So Doug Marone, uh, he's in his fifth year with the Jags, 24 and 29. Obviously, he had that one good year where they were in the AFC title game at New England. They were winning in the fourth quarter. They were actually favored in live betting to beat New England and go to the Super Bowl. Aside from that year, he's been a complete disaster. So he deserved to be fired. However, when they decided to bring him back for this year, that told me all I needed to know about sort of the mindset of management and ownership. If this team was really in it for this year, they would have fired him, brought in a whole new coaching staff, et cetera. However, if they're planning on sort of, quote, tanking to get Trevor Lawrence, it makes perfect sense to bring him back for a year let him yep. fail, then they can fire him. They bring in Lawrence, then they bring in their sort of, quote, coach of the future next year, right? Absolutely. So when, yeah, so when they brought him back, that sort of gave me pause right there. That said, this team has talent. I mean, Gardner Minshew, to me, he's a guy. He's not awful. He's probably good enough to be a starter in this league, probably in that 28 to 32 range in terms of quarterback ranking. But he's not going to go win you playoff games, win you, you know, 9, 10, 11 games, something like that. He's, he's fine. He's okay. Uh, Fournette is a, it's a very good player on, you know, uh, um, on the receiving side, Chark, Conley, Westbrook had, had, had really good years. They do lose Calais Campbell, which is a little bit scary as far as to how their defense is, is, uh, is going to perform as well as, um, AJ Bouye, but it's all about the mindset of, of what management wants to do. We saw it with the Dolphins last year. Clearly, the, the team wanted to tank in the beginning. I think the coaching staff, Flores, and the players sort of re- revolted a bit and said, heck no, we're not going to tank. So right. to your point about selling off assets, once we see sort of a few weeks, maybe they're like going 415, if they start selling off assets, you know exactly where they're trying to Oh, totally. This, this and you, you got a different guy in Flores and, and Marone, right? You know, Marone's right. been there. Um, you know, he, he hasn't done well. Flores was new coming in, and, and he kind of took – the bull by the horns and said, look, we're, we're not tanking, you know, management might want that. Uh, you know, he's, he put together some game plans and, um, you know, really put the dolphins in, in some positions to, to win, even though they did have a fire sale and they basically were playing with, uh, you know, non NFL, you know, guys, in my opinion, um, uh, you know, in some positions. So that said, Jacksonville, you know, I guess on paper you, you look at it. I mean, their their offensive line's not terrible. Um, they got some weapons on the outside. Minshew, like you mentioned, I mean, yeah, he he he's exciting to watch. He throws the ball around. He's a gunslinger. Um, you know, kind of a man's man, if you will. So people like to watch him play and and things like that. But yeah, you know, maybe he's twenty eight to thirty two. I probably have him a little lower than that. Um, you know, if I had to grade everybody out top to bottom 32 32 yeah. Is that what you're saying? yeah yeah <laughs> exactly i mean uh, but i'm saying i think there's other other um backups that that might even be ahead of him right for, so, sure, for sure um but you know he goes down look he he, he runs the ball out, right you know he, he's not afraid to tuck in and go um they got mike glennon behind him and then and then once he goes down there there's really nobody so um you know i don't really want mike glennon as, as my starter if Minshew does go down uh so, yeah, I mean, th- this is a uh, uh, to get plus 110, 
um, with their schedule, um, I might take the under here. Yeah, Minshew had 67 rushing attempts last year. He averaged 5.1 per carry, so he he definitely is not afraid to do that. Um, As far as their turnover differential last year, they were minus one, so nothing crazy there. Their strength of schedule this year is 22nd, so it's certainly a favorable schedule there. Um, on paper, yeah. this no, nothing's team favorable though. Just to cut you off, and sorry about that, yeah. but just uh, you know, f- favorable twenty second. But when you're the thirty first, thirty second team <laughs> in the league, you know anything <laughs> above above that is a tough schedule, right? You know, they they start off, they gotta play the Colts, they gotta play the Titans, you know, then they get the Dolphins and the Bengals. I mean, even the Bengals, um, you know, we'll we'll talk about the AFC North. Um, I think starting tomorrow, but the, uh, yeah, I mean, the the Bengals will, will be decent. They're not a bad team. they got to play the Texans, and they got the Lions. Okay, they might have a w- shot at a win there. The Chargers, the Texans, the Packers, the Steelers, the Browns. I mean, they'll be lucky to, to you know, win a game in the division and then let alone, you know, one of these three, quote, uh, you know, easier games uh, that they have at home against the Dolphins, Lions, and Bears. Yeah, week one they are plus seven at home against the Colts, so they're uh, about a plus two fifty dog to lose that game. Um, on paper, this team should win over four and a half games. That's just my view as far as power rankings based upon players, value versus the number, et cetera. But it's very challenging for me to bet an over on a team where I am pretty confident that the ownership and the general management does not want to win games. So. If you're sitting there with an over four and a half ticket, maybe they start off one and three, two and two, something like that. You're feeling good. Uh, And then they sort of put the brakes on. Oh, my gosh, we need to get the number one pick, guys. Trevor Lawrence is coming out. We need to get this number one pick. And then they just start selling off Fournette, whomever else, start Mike Lynn and that kind of thing. So that's a little bit scary. But I get where you're coming from with with the underplay there. It it is at plus money. So, I mean, if you are of the mindset that this team is going to tank and they don't want to actively try to win games and their first four games are extremely tough, Maybe the under is the way to go. But just keep in mind, that's the lowest under that we've seen as far as season win totals in a very, very long time. So, yep. Any any uh, any props you like on, on the Jags? Anything to worth mentioning? Um, 150 to 1 on Minshew to win the MVP. I heard you might uh, be running to the window to take some action. There. <laughs> no? Is that not true? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually seeing. I know you mentioned uh, – 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl for the Jags. I'm now seeing it's at 175 to 1 on on DraftKings as I look. So, you know, but not a lot of action on yeah, there on the Jags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's one of those things where if you added a zero to that and it was, a, you know, still a, throwing a, a your thousand, money up. Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument, yes, there's value on it that they win the Super Bowl more than one in a thousand times, sure, but they're not going to win the Super Bowl. So, uh, the number at that point almost becomes irrelevant unless you're simply taking numbers on teams where you feel like there is value perhaps to sell it, perhaps to hedge it down the road, which I do all the time. But this is not going to be one of those circumstances where regardless of the number, I'm, I'm not I'm not touching the Jaguars on any kind of futures. I mean, to win the division, what did I say, 20 to 1? Um, that's extremely high to only have to beat three other teams when yep. none of those other teams are even minus money to win it. So uh, for now, it's a stay away. I, I'm going to definitely kind of focus on – team quotes mindset all that stuff as far as you know where the team's at from a again tanking perspective over the next few months here or yeah. weeks i should say i think um, the o- the only the only future i can see myself putting down on, on the jags if you would but not necessarily a team bet is uh cj C. henderson to win uh defensive rookie of the year at 33 okay. to 1 um, okay 
guy out of Florida, really good cornerback. Um, you know, if, if he has a shutdown year and, and proves himself, uh, you know, could be worth a ticket there. Could be worth a ticket there, guys. When you say 33-1, thir- Wax? Yes, 33-1. to C.J. Henderson. 33-1. to Love it. Um, all right, guys, that is the Jags. We have just finished up the division, which is great. Eight teams down, about 20, 25% of the league done. So we are going to hit up the North next. The North, to me, is, is really a lot of fun. Obviously, you have Lamar Jackson. You have the whole Cleveland Brown scenario as well. Uh, and then Joe Burrow and, of course, Pittsburgh. So we are going to be uh, back tomorrow with the Baltimore Ravens. Up the letter, Matt, truck, one through.